Welcome to Prone to Wonder, a podcast where no questions are off limits. Join us, Amber Humphreys and Becca Robinson, best friends, women, and ex-ministry junkies, as we navigate conversations around deconstruction, reconstruction, growth, and wondering aloud about all the things we weren't supposed to wonder about. These conversations aren't about having all the right answers, but about giving yourself permission to ask questions and forge your own path. We're so glad you've joined us. This this month, my card that Adrian pulled for me was, uh, I was just looking at it because I haven't had the time yet in July to kind of sit down with it, is judgment. Mm. And she's like, you know, you'll probably get pushback from others and doubts, like challenging and it's your time to stand your ground with authenticity and a test for me to like trust myself mm-hmm. in this month. And so I'm just like, what does it mean? Like, who's going to push back? Who's going to be mad at me? Like, my What do we need to get you to say <laughs> publicly? I am very stressed out about it. Um, I was actually thinking we talk a little bit about some of the feedback we've been getting recently on the page because it came up several times. I don't know if you saw it. Um, so we got a comment on our post about praying for you. Okay. And I'll just read it here. I think you you probably read it. But it said, just in case anyone is where I am, it's also okay to deconstruct from bad theology, but still believe in God and therefore still pray. I have found this podcast helpful, even though I still believe in certain things that the prone to wonder ladies might not anymore. It's not a one size fits all and that's okay. And, um, then we had a comment, um, on something I said about that. I'm going to pull it up here. She said, and this is why I still listen. This was another girl. This is why I still listen. It's such a great environment to question without pressure or the people pleasing pressure of giving the right quote unquote answer. Um, so it's interesting to me. I feel like that was on the same post that was, so one was on the post and then I posted the comment in our stories and somebody responded oh. to that, uh, via DM. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I so, had a couple of people tell me, yeah. I had a couple of people tell me like roundabout experiences. Cause this is something that's so different depending on where you're at in your thing, I had somebody say, um, I've heard several deconstructionists mention the same struggles. It's weird because I don't have that. I've thought about how my upbringing also included Aesop's fables and the attitude of, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. Whenever I would tell someone I pray, I'll pray for you, it was only a band-aid to me. If I couldn't actually do anything, that's what I would say. But it would come with guilt saying it because I wasn't great at traditional Christian prayer. And I knew I was probably not going to pray more than once or twice for that issue. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh, That's from somebody who's left the church uh, because that was kind of similar to how I felt when I was in it. Like I 
I would, I would be like, I'm praying for you, but I wouldn't like actually sit down for hours and pray for somebody. Like it was kind of my ADHD ass would forget so fast. (laughs) And then Um, I would feel bad. Like she was saying, like, I'd be like, I'm such like a, a hypocrite or a liar. And then I would be like, well, is it enough to have just thought of them in that fleeting second? (laughs) I don't know the whole thing. That's why to me, I just feel like you have to identify what saying that feels like to you. Like for me, it was those two things, uh, contribution and control. So like, if you can identify what it is for you, then you can find ways to continue to provide that for yourself and other people, even if you're, whether you're saying I'm praying for you or not. Yeah. One of the things she mentioned, uh, the original commenter also was that if she thinks pull it up because I don't want to um that being said unless I know someone would appreciate the prayers I try not to offer them Mm. which I thought was interesting so I I feel like we talk about kind of this um idea of it being from the the giving side like saying I'll pray for you but like you know, not as much. We didn't really as much talk about on the the receiving side. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, but really, I feel like there's like all of this, and I feel like there's a lot of pushback on the word um, deconstruction. Okay. Uh, because people don't want to. It's become such a buzzword. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like all sorts of meaning gets attached to it. And I think that's one of the things that makes the conversations that we have different is it's not so much about deconstructing. Um, I used a word, I think it was detangling. Mm. Um, Let me, yeah, I told her, I said, uh, absolutely. We're so glad to find this helpful. Thanks for sharing. I, Amber, still believe in a God and have many friends who believe specifically in the Christian God the bad theology is definitely the toxic part. It's having the freedom to question and untangle and make up your own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I want to <laughs> reaffirm sort of for one to our listeners that this is absolutely a place to just question and untangle. And I know we talk about that a lot, but it's easy to be like, and I, we could, because we use the word deconstruction a good bit and we, you know, say all of this, that we fully don't believe that there is a an a right answer as someone would say in across the board with with anything that we talk about because we want to dive into even more kind of touchy subjects this uh this season we want to talk about plant medicine which is you know really seen a rise in stuff and like our experiences and yada yada and we want to talk more about sex. We want to talk about ethical non-monogamy. That seems to have a you know thing. We want to talk about queer issues. Like these are all things that we want to delve into, and really from the place of questioning, from our experiences, from hey, here's the things we're not afraid to talk about. Because I feel like when you're questioning, especially when I kind of think back a year or two for me, mm-hmm. is there's really no space to just wonder or question or, 
you know, well, what if I want to keep this? Or what if I'm afraid of losing this part? Or what if it's all just like, hey, you're deconstructing or you're not. Right. And And if you're not such a spectrum. And I know this was a thing for you. If you're not like an angry person deconstructing, sometimes you feel like you don't have a place. Yeah. If you're just kind of like, oh, I'm still happy. I still feel good. I just don't know what I think anymore. It can be tough because you might not feel like you have a place. Yeah. I like, I like using, I've been using this phrase, faith transition. And I, I like that a lot because I think that it can cover so many different experiences because it's just, it is, it's like an evolution, a transition. We are not, we have no, <laughs> we have no finish line that we're hoping that everybody gets to. The only yeah. thing we hope that we can do is give you the safe space to figure out what's most aligned for yourself and what brings you the most joy and the most peace and the most centering and is the most fulfilling to you. Whether that means that you stay in the same religion, whether that means that you end up in a totally different one or none, or that you hodgepodge your own series of beliefs. We truly have no vested interest in where anyone ends up. We just want it to be something that makes your nervous system feel good, your soul feel good, and your life feel good. And that you you didn't just get funneled into, that you choose it. Right. We talked a lot about, about, um, we've talked a lot, (laughs) we've talked a lot about, um, uh, the bad sort of theology, um, things with, you know, racism and purity culture and things we still want to talk more about. And I do think that that's important, even if you stay in this space to kind of undo these these toxic things that are that are really hurtful and actually not founded in in anything real. So what's interesting is a lot of the what I found out that later because I wasn't angry when I started to deconstruct with God with the church really what kind of started mine was the um Christian nationalism sort of movement mm-hmm. that's sort of what started my questions. And that made me angry, but not necessarily, you know, religion in general. But later, finding out some of the things I really hinged my beliefs on weren't even, like, actually weren't even in the Bible or were completely mistranslated, you know, 50, even 50 years ago, or um, were politicized and not even founded in, like, what actual, like, Christianity was. And that actually made me very angry. Mm-hmm. Um, things about uh, about sex, about the afterlife, about homosexuality—all of these things that were that were really drilled into me as like this is the the tenets of the faith, and this is what I've based all my decisions on. This is what I've based my life on, and this is what I've based everything I believe and everything I am on. That these things were just made up (laughs) and they were completely optional even in the christian faith even the idea of um you know the whole uh the so you know blood atonement theory which for me was like this is what defines if you're a christian or not is Mm -hmm. if you believe in this 
And then later finding out that that is literally just a theory and it's not a worldwide Christian acceptance thing. Mm -hmm. And that was mind numbing to me. The fact that like this. And so when I say, I don't really think I'm a Christian anymore or this, this, it's not because I've, I've thrown it all away. I actually still believe in a God. I still believe in, um, you know, a source and, and love. And I, I believe that God is the source of love. You know, I still have, I still hold these things and even really love the teachings and life and example of Jesus, um, which I want to do an episode on that too. Like, what do you do with the Jesus story if, if mm-hmm. it's not about salvation? But being told that, that what I believed was the like linchpin is just one of the many sort of facets of Christianity worldwide was really upsetting to me. And that's when I started to get angry, I think, Mm -hmm. because I was really taught these things as absolute truth and as linchpins. And so for me, when people ask, are you a Christian? I say, I don't know, because I have no framework at the moment for what that even means. Is it just about being into the teachings of Jesus because mm-hmm. and like who he reflected God to be because if so like baller I could be in with that but everything that's been piled on and blanketed I I can't even see what the foundation of that would be like okay well what are the I've like googled this I kid you not I have googled what are the non-negotiables of <laughs> what it means to be a Christian historically worldwide, not American Christian? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that being said, deconstruction or whatever you want to call it, faith transition, um, untangling, I think it's only important in the way that you take off all of those things that specifically American Christianity, the white American evangelical church has decided on. Cause I feel like that's toxic. That's not a life worth living. That's not, you know, it's just so much bondage and shame and guilt. And those things are so important to untangle. Mm -hmm. Um, not that you have to deconstruct from Christian, like you don't have to defect <laughs> to to find space here. And I love what you said about you will go through all of this and find space and be held so that you can make a choice. It's mm-hmm. your decision. Mm-hmm. And even when I go back um, into church and I'm like uh, singing, doing an opener or like being involved um i'm only doing things that i choose to do um not out of obligation or out of you know an idea of service or this is my job or like this is how i'm supposed to serve um but just that i choose to do because it feels good and it feels in alignment mm-hmm. um even that even if i'm singing one of the same songs that i sang a year ago, there's so much more freedom. It feels so less um, volatile in my system 
because mm-hmm. it's a choice that I've made in with absolute clarity, without hiding who I am, without wondering how it's going to come off. It's a choice that I've made to show up as myself in this moment fully. Mm-hmm. And that that's worth doing. That's worth going through everything. It's worth going through the questioning, the pain, the, am I a Christian? Am I not? Um, what if this person rejects me? I've lots of, when I started to shift online, um, even on my Instagram, I lost thousands of followers, you know, and that never feels good. You know, it just like, even though it's just social media and I know that those are not my people and I know that, you know, but, um, it still never feels good for people to be like, no, thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) to you. But it's worth going through all of that. The panic attacks I've had, the, you know, grief, the anger, the fact that I can stand on the same stage in the same space, singing one of the same songs because I chose to, and I've gone through everything and I've made the choice to stand there without watering myself down feels completely different and that's worth it and i feel Mm -hmm. like if you're here with us like you're worth that and even if you end up christian or whatever religion that you've come from originally even if you end up right back there you're going to do so with complete freedom and eyes wide open and in authenticity and that's all that we want (laughs) for -hmm. you that's that's the reason we're here we're not here to change your mind um I mean about some stuff like if you like about like you shouldn't feel shame you shouldn't feel this but really it's all about freedom and choice and nervous system and yeah all of that and authenticity. And if you, and for you to not feel crazy or alone, because we definitely like, if I wouldn't have had you guys, I would have lost my ever loving mind. Like I, cause you do feel crazy sometimes. And so we know a lot of you are in spaces where you can't ask these questions or you're afraid to ask these questions or what the ramifications of those questions might be, or, you know, what if, what if I want to know about drugs or what if I want to know about, uh, you know, sex or whatever? Um, that's what we're here for. So you can listen, not to say it's funny. Anytime somebody from that space of, of my old church, whenever I had somebody come up to me, I was taking photos. I was hired to do photography and somebody came up to me and she was like, I listened to your podcast on the way to the beach. And I was like, <laughs> she's like, it was the one on Purity Culture with your husbands. And I was like, <laughs> she goes, and I loved it. We talked about it the entire way to the beach. And I was like, Whew, you know, <laughs> like just, but it's always that immediate, like, which episode? What did I say? What did yeah. you do? Oh my gosh. But, yeah. Anytime someone's like, oh, I listened uh, to the podcast. And I was like, what? Like, but what exactly? <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking about? What did you take away? What mood was I in when I said it? Yeah. And this is only going to get worse for us as we <laughs> share more and more. 
It's so true. Tell me which episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, there's space for everything here except shame or hate or, well, there's space for fear, but not pushing fear on anyone else. Like that's our, been our whole thing from the beginning. Like we don't care where people end up as long as they are freeing themselves of that and not trying to put that on other people. Yeah. So when we say, and I think I just, because I, I do feel like we have some different community and different listeners that have jumped in this season mm-hmm. and based on some of the <laughs> comments that we've gotten recently, yeah, based on some of the comments that we've gotten recently, I really wanted to clarify what we mean when we're talking about deconstruction or, yeah. you know, whatever that might be. to us doesn't mean going from Christian to atheist. It yes. just means, it means evaluating, taking apart the things that no longer fit or serve you, and then deciding what to keep. And if you're going to keep it as it is, or if you're going to rearrange it, that's what it is to us. It really means almost literally what the word is. You're just deconstructing something. You're not throwing yeah. it away necessarily, but you're definitely taking the pieces apart and examining. Yeah. So with that, we really want to know what questions you have. And you can ask us, we'll put up in our, after this episode airs, we'll put Why don't up we do one stories. of the anonymous? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We'll put we'll up the anonymous an anonymous one. question thing. That's going to be on our Instagram at prone to wonder co. Um, and we'll do it. We'll put it up daily every time it disappears for a week so that you don't feel exposed when you're asking these questions because mm-hmm. we really want to be available to talk about <laughs> what you're wondering about mm-hmm. um, because we want to be a safe space for you to faith transition deconstruct detangle put back together whatever it is that that you feel that kind of urge to do that you Mm -hmm. feel that little because if you didn't feel like something wasn't aligned or if you didn't have questions you wouldn't be here you wouldn't be listening and so even if it's reluctant for you um like you feel like it's happening to you and not like a choice you're making um and that could be circumstantial. It could be what's happening in the world. It could be trauma that's yeah. happening in the space that you're in right now. Whatever is launching that, we we want to be here for you. We want to be that community for you, for you to feel completely valid and safe exactly as you are. Be that raging, angry atheist who's been hurt, be it... Um, somebody who's just spiritual, be it somebody who's Christian, like any of it, like that whole spectrum, we want you to feel safe and seen here. And like, you can ask questions. So at prone to wonder co on Instagram, um, we'll do that for a week in our stories. We'll put up the anonymous thing as soon as this episode airs. So today is a Wednesday as of air date. Um, And so as soon as it's live, we'll have it live in our stories. We want you to go ask your anonymous questions. We can't see who you are. Nobody else can see who you are. It can't be reposted. Uh, we want to make that 
available to you. And if you do want to say who you are or you have conditioning about that, um, you can go to askptw.com and there are different ways that you can ask, a, ask us questions. Um, it points to our Instagram, obviously, and our email, but there's also a voice message um, that you can send us and we can include that in the podcast. Um, so no, if you do send us a voice message, we might answer that live on the podcast. So those are all the ways that you can connect with us um, right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so let us know how we can be there for you. And we're really grateful that you're trusting us on this journey. And uh, we're really glad that you're here wondering with us as we still wonder (laughs) and we're still figuring it out. It's not like we've arrived, you know, (laughs) I think from the very beginning, we've been very clear about that. Like, Hey guys, we're figuring stuff out. We are making mistakes. We are backtracking. We are, we're just human, humans having a human experience publicly. Yes. (laughs) um, And vulnerably Mm -hmm. for, for your consumption. Um, So that that you you feel less alone. (laughs) So that you feel less alone. <laughs> we might be insane, but you don't have to be. Um, but yeah, so uh, thanks for wondering with us. And thanks for sending us comments and questions and all the things. We love talking to you. See you next week. Thanks so much for joining us. As usual, we hope you find these conversations helpful. Don't forget to leave us a review, connect with us via Instagram, or send us your questions. We love wandering with you. Until next time.